This is episode number 319 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jessie Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey, it's Anita here. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know, if you're pregnant and want step-by-step guidance on how to have less pain and pelvic floor symptoms in pregnancy, how to prepare mentally and physically for labor and pushing, including how to minimize tearing, how to have your partner feel confident to support you during birth, and how to navigate a smoother postpartum recovery, my Bump to Birth Method online program is available for you to join. It's three programs in one, covering pregnancy, birth prep, and postpartum recovery, plus you get lifetime access to the program content and bonuses. Bump to Birth Method is my on-demand, self-paced online program where you can learn from the comfort of your own home through video and audio lessons on how to best connect to your pelvic floor and core in pregnancy beyond traditional Kegels, strategies to help common pregnancy pains and pelvic floor symptoms, my top strategies to prepare your mind, body, and pelvic floor for labor, how to best support you and your pelvic floor during pushing, key strategies for your partner to support you during labor, and how to navigate your first six weeks postpartum. Bonuses include expert interviews, core and pelvic floor yoga class, three strength training workouts, hospital and home birth bag lists, meditation tracks for pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery. Whether you're preparing for your first or fifth birth, if you're ready to have less pain and pelvic floor symptoms in pregnancy, feel fully prepared mentally and physically for labor and pushing, including how to minimize tearing and how to navigate your first six weeks postpartum recovery, then head to the show notes or go to bumptobirthmethod.com to see what other expecting moms have said about bump to birth and to enroll today. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jessie Mundell. And Anita Lambert. And today to finish off 2023, we are going to do a roundup of our top eight podcast episodes this past year. It's always fun for Jess and I to go back and take a look at what episodes you most like to listen to. It was also an extra exciting year because we hit over a million downloads, which was just very cool to see. Not something we'd ever really thought um, when we started things off years ago. So yeah, that was just very cool. So we love knowing that you enjoy listening and we love hearing from you. So always feel free to send us a DM over on Instagram to birth and beyond podcast and uh, let us know what episodes you want to hear more next year too. We'd love to hear from you. So why don't we kick off with um, the first of eight? And I should mention too, these are not in any order in terms of top, like top eight, seven, six, five, four. It's just kind of like 
um, how they came throughout the year, but we thought these would be helpful because they're also a mix of pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and pelvic floor health episodes, which is just kind of how it worked out, which was cool to see. So if you're new to the podcast, these ones can be great ones to tune into. And as a reminder, these are great for whether you're in any of these stages of life, but also if you're a professional working with clients in any of these stages. So one of the top eight was episode 307, and that was an episode I did on the seven steps to mentally and physically prepare for birth, including pelvic floor prep. So these are steps that I go through with my prenatal physio clients in clinic, but also the steps I used to create my bump to birth method online program, because I had seen over the years how much this had helped one-to-one -one clients. These are the same steps I use to prepare for both of my births. And it's just a really holistic way of looking at both mentally and physically preparing for birth, but also including how you can help your partner to be the most prepared to support you. Because as Jess and I know, like once you're in birth, it should not be all on you. You're meant to be able to just be present in your birth and then have your support team supporting you throughout that, right? So um, that's included in the seven steps as well as it's so important. And I find many of my clients ask for this and they're happy to know that this is included is preparing ahead for postpartum recovery. So rather than waiting until you're in that period, that it can actually be helpful in pregnancy to prepare ahead. So that is all included in these seven steps as well as keeping your pelvic floor and core in mind every step of the way. So that is episode 307. Okay, so then we had episode 299, and that was called an exercise approach for pregnancy and postpartum after eating disorder recovery. And of course, this is near and dear to my heart as someone who has had an eating disorder and then struggled with disordered eating for a long, long time. And I just think that this is something that the fitness industry, in particular professionals in the fitness industry, need to know much more about. You are, if you're a coach, you're probably working with so many more folks who have an eating disorder currently or who have had a history of eating disorder than you even know. And of course, the fitness industry just fuels disordered eating in a really unfortunate and harmful way. So in 299, I talked with my friend and our client in our Two Pregnancy and Beyond online fitness coaching program, Natasha. And we're talking with Natasha about her experience with her eating disorder and going through three pregnancies and three postpartum recoveries and what that has been like for her. And we know that just experiencing postpartum experiencing all the changes that your body goes through during the times of postpartum, during the times of pregnancy, it can be really activating to people with <laughs> the best of body image experiences. But when you have had difficulty with that, it can be, yeah, it can just really trigger some stuff. So I was just really grateful to Natasha for talking through this stuff. It can be really vulnerable and uncomfortable to voice out loud. So yeah, if you have had personally any difficulties with disordered eating or eating disorders and you are thinking about pregnancy and postpartum and wondering how your brain is going to handle those body changes, 
tune into this one. And again, specifically if you're a coach and you work with folks in pregnancy and postpartum, I think this is just really important for us to have a handle on as well too. And then another top episode was episode 293. And this was on six movements to include in pre and postnatal workouts. So this is a great episode, whether you're pregnant, postpartum, or you're a health professional, fitness professional, because these are key movements that both Jess and I include with our clients. And we've felt the benefit ourselves too going through it. And sometimes some of these movements get missed. So we dive deeper into uh, different types of squat movements, hinge and hip extension movements, upper body push, upper body pull, mobility, and rotation. And as you listen to us speak through these six exercises, you'll really understand like how functional these movements are as well, how much we need to be able to do these every day and how this actually can really help either address or get ahead of aches or pains, both in pregnancy and postpartum. So that was episode 293. And if you are all at all confused or wondering about how to put together workouts for yourself in pregnancy and postpartum, just follow this guideline. Include these six types of movements into a workout and you'll be set. And the next one was episode 281. And this was on informed decision-making during birth specifically with Mandy Irby. And she is a L&D nurse. She is a childbirth educator. Um, she not only educates parents in the community, but she also does a lot of teaching with nurses. And this episode I thought was really important to do and knowing Mandy's work. And if you follow her on Instagram, you'll understand as well. Um, I thought she was a perfect guest to come on so we could have a really good chat around informed decision-making because over the years as a physio, um, I've just really seen how this really needs to be at the center of everyone's care. And I know specifically, you'll hear me talk about pregnancy, birth, and postpartum, but this is really any time in life. And when it comes to any decisions in life, you'll take a lot away from this episode, but especially in the medical world, we're all brought up essentially to not really question things, especially in that system. And when it comes to pregnancy, birth, and postpartum, that is a time we need to be asking questions that every decision should be an informed decision. And it's not always given in that way. So you should be able to understand the benefits, risks, and alternatives, and then make the best decision for you and for your baby um, and for your health. So it's one of those things where it just it's something we need to talk about so much more. And if this is something you've never heard of, I really encourage you to tune into this episode um, because you'll learn, you know, what questions to ask or maybe things you thought weren't options actually are options for you. So this was a great episode. I highly recommend tuning into. So that was 281 on informed decision-making with Mandy Irby. And our next one was 278. And this was from bump to birth method to recovering. This was Rachel's birth story. We had a number of birth stories uh, this year, but in general, um, since we started the podcast and Rachel's story had many tuning into, it was a very positive birth story. And again, it's one of those where regardless of where you're planning to give birth, if you have a midwife, if you have a physician, if you're going to have a doula, you're not going to have a doula. It really doesn't matter. You're going to have a lot of really great takeaways from how Rachel prepared for her birth. 
um, really looked at, again, preparing mentally and physically for it. You'll hear her positive birth stories and, again, how she made informed decisions throughout her birth. And then also she shared about her postpartum recovery. So if you're looking for a positive birth experience to listen to, I would highly recommend Rachel's episode. And next up, we had episode 277. This episode is called Black Motherhood and Breastfeeding in America with Ashley Mitchell. This is definitely a powerful and really important episode. You know, Anita and I, we're just always super aware that we are two white ladies hosting a podcast and we have a lot of unearned privileges and they have impacted us greatly through our pregnancy postpartum and motherhood experiences so we always want to be sure that we are listening to different experiences hearing other voices other folks with different lived experiences who are talking about what they have gone through and so Ashley does that she's a black woman and a mother in the United States and she talks through her experiences with pregnancy, with birthing, postpartum, uh, breastfeeding specifically, and uh, just what she went through, the things that she was thinking through and living through during those times that might be different than you if you're listening in. So definitely listen to episode 277, Black Motherhood and Breastfeeding with Ashley. And then we had episode 270, understanding the impacts of weight and size stigma in pregnancy. And that was with Nicola Salmon, who is an incredible professional who works with folks going through fertility and pregnancies who are in larger, bigger fat bodies and who are just navigating these healthcare systems that are just so rich with anti-fatness and weight and size biases. So again, if you are a professional, if you work with pregnant, birthing, or postpartum people in any regard, we really need to be taking a look at our own biases around bodies and what we have been taught when it comes to health. And what that even means, first of all, but then what type of stories and beliefs we have about people in, again, specifically larger and bigger bodies and their ability to be healthy, their ability to get pregnant and to have a pregnancy and to birth in particular ways. So again, for the professionals, definitely get into this episode 270. And if you are someone who lives in a larger body, check out this episode and the work of Nicola because she can help you navigate the healthcare systems during these time periods. Yeah, I'm so glad that you had Nicola on because we've we've done various episodes over the years on this topic. And I, I don't know if I've ever shared with you, Jess, I've had a number of clients who see me in clinic who thanked me that we actually did episodes on this topic because they've experienced negative, I will say, um, experiences within the healthcare system during their pregnancy and postpartum. And so they were glad to hear episodes on this topic to know that it wasn't, they weren't alone in this. Um, 
And then our last of the eight is episode 267, and that is to build a pelvic floor symptom flare-up plan. We actually started the year with this episode, and I think it's good that we're kind of ending the year with a reminder of this one, because this is something I do a lot with clients in clinic. And know, Jess, you were interested in this topic as well when I had brought it up. So kind of together, we went through you know, creating a plan, because this isn't just for health professionals, like fitness professionals, you can do this as well. And it's this idea of, I know in our society, it's very much, we're kind of like a, a fix it society. So like once you have any sort of symptom, it's fixed, it should never happen again. But as we know, it's not such a straightforward line and then never comes back, whether it's pain, whether it's pelvic floor symptoms, there can be many factors that may bring symptoms back up. And so what my clients always found helpful is like, let's make a flare-up plan because that will take stress out of if something comes up, let's say literally stress can impact our symptoms. So especially around the holiday time or any major life events, sometimes symptoms do come back. So if you can have a plan in place, it gives you some comfort of knowing, okay, what can I do in the moment? It also gives you more autonomy that you don't feel like you have to go in to see a professional. Um, that you can have this available to you that what you can start doing yourself at home, maybe you will see a professional if symptoms do return, but giving you that plan, I find just can really make a big difference. And often when these kind of hiccups happen, I find I see clients um, kind of return back to their pre flare-ups uh, kind of situation faster every time. And a lot of times that comes from, they know what they can do to really help themselves sooner um, if ever those hiccups happen. So what have you found Jess after we did that episode? Yeah, I think this is probably the most important thing we can teach our clients and patients because just really grinds my gears when I see these social media posts. And I feel like I've seen so many paid ads about it recently. Like, here's the way you fix your pelvic floor symptoms forever. Like we are humans and bodies. That's just not really how it works for the majority of people. So I find if we can give our people that education and then help them have the tools to know what to do and also just be like really honest in our education to not expect these things to never come back. So then when the symptoms may ramp up, it's not as scary and then we know how to interrupt these fears. So like you're saying, we can return to these pre-flare-up stages mm -hmm. so much quicker. And usually, in a lot of cases, that's about soothing our brains about it, which we include in this episode talking through it. So yeah, I just think it's one of the most important tools that we can give our people. Yeah. So we hope you enjoy those top eight episodes. We'll be sure to link them in the show notes so you can always go back and check them out. And yeah, we wanted to say, well, thank you, Jess, for another amazing year with the podcast. And so happy to have so many listeners joining us and sharing their experiences. Um, I'm just excited. It's been another year. Like we didn't know how long we'd be doing this podcast for and we're still we're still going strong with it in terms of there'll be many more episodes to come yes thank you as well Anita it's just it's so fun to have this check-in time with you and recording time and yeah what will this be six years coming up on six years mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. yeah February. so just yeah, yeah. 
February, six years. So yeah, thank you friends so much for tuning in and listening to us and giving us ideas about what to continue to chat about. We appreciate you so much. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 